Hello and welcome back. It's Dawn Stone and I thank you for being a listener here. This week we are talking about something very serious, tax season. How many of you have filed your taxes? And what's funny is the taxes I'm talking about are your emotional taxes. This by definition is something that tends to to monopolize people's time personally and professionally. So if we look at the definition of emotional tax, it is a combination of feeling different from your, your colleagues at work or in a social setting because of your gender, race, and or ethnic and associates ethnicity and associates um, directly to the effects that you have from a health well-being, and your ability to thrive. So I want to talk to you today about your emotional tax account. How many of you are sitting in positions and organizations where you feel trapped, you feel angry, you feel abandoned, you feel unheard, or some other negative word or experience? Now, what I'm envisioning is that a lot of the listeners this week are saying, yes, I have some emotional tax that I need to collect. (laughs) And I will have to say, yes, you are correct. So today we're going to talk about the things that occur in your workplace, in your community spaces, in your own home sometimes when the emotional tax is so high and your account is so overdrawn that there is little that can be done to move you and your agenda further. So let me give you some examples in the workplace. I was reading an article today that dealt with this whole movement with uh, DEI. So today happens to be the one year anniversary of our beloved George Floyd who was murdered Um, at the hands of some Minnesota police officers. So with that being said, last year we experienced in the United States a a really a hockey stick effect uh, of people and organizations wanting this diversity, equity, and inclusion officer, workers in that space to help them not only process what had happened, and what has been happening for, for, for decades and, and centuries even, but to, to put something in place to address the need of our community. And what we have found from that is the number of people who enter into these roles that are frontline for, for many organizations, although they have a lucrative um, salary plan and a lot of them even get bonuses, we find that they're leaving within three years. And so the question becomes, why is that the case? Well, it's because their emotional bank account has been overdrawn. They're sitting in positions with little to no support, little to no compliance, and sometimes even being undermined. Like, why do we even need this? Now, I like to bring in data and I'm going to bring in some data from a number of sources. Uh, one being Status that does a internal um, questionnaire, and then they also go out and look at Gallup and other 
um, publications and, and, and places that, that do this type of work and collect this data. And what we found is that there was a disproportionate a number of people of color who felt that organizations were not doing enough to address the needs of, of their communities and their, you know, themselves. And then we also found in the same study that um, white men and some white women in some, some instances felt that it was comparable, meaning that there was enough diversity um, initiatives. And actually there were some in- indicators that, that there were some white men specifically who felt that we were doing too much. In fact, I think that was 35% in the stats the um, Gallup survey that they did internally with thousands of uh, business people across the U.S. So I say that to bring up this point. When your emotional bank account is overdrawn, you don't get it back. Hence, we see the, the, the trend that's in this space where people who deal with diversity and, and the heavy lifting of equity on a daily basis are simply getting burned out because their emotional bank accounts are withdrawn. So if you're a person who sits in that seat of courage, for one, I want to applaud you. It is something that is, is quite difficult to master. And the fact that you are willing to give up your time, your energy, your intellectual capital, and your emotional capital to make things happen are are just amazing to me. So what I want to say is people on the outside of those roles, we have a real responsibility. Our responsibility is to one, listen. Try to find out, even in direct communication, find out what is important. Find at least one thing that you can support from a human resources standpoint or from a tactical logistics standpoint. One thing that your DEI department officer or or, um, person in your organization can count on you to do this one thing to help them retain the money in their emotional bank accounts that they need for the future. All right, so once you have done that, then it's going to be key to really listen again. I know that was number one, but we want to listen again at what is being communicated externally. So not only do you have a foot on the internal side and being an ally for the person who was actually doing the work, and sometimes a conspirator, conspirator means you're doing the work with them, beside them, on their behalf. That is a great thing. So uh, that last bullet that I want to share with you today is about taking your rest. If you look at our schedules in my organization, one of the organizations I work in, you will see that every single day someone has something they are doing. And what that does is that creates a little anxiety And from that anxiety becomes beliefs and actions. From those beliefs and actions turn into us and them, thus creating harmful spaces that are not courageous, that are not inclusive, and that are not really you. So we really have to watch ourselves as we walk in and out of spaces to see 
what we're taking on emotionally, socially, politically, and spiritually, and what we're also leaving behind. Okay. So I really thank you for listening and really thinking about that emotional bank account and what that means for you, what it means for your organization, and what it means for the visitors who are here. What does it mean? It means we have time. It means we have time to take action. And that's exactly what I want to offer to you today. Make a list of all the things that you can do. And then commit to doing one at a time. One foot in front of the other. Right? I have enjoyed you. If if for any reason you want to reach out to me, you want to offer some topics, be a guest speaker on our Thursday, every other Thursday sessions, or if you want to co-facilitate a discussion around equity, I am that person. Please reach out to me. My social media handles are at The Conflict Chick or Dawn Stone Speaks. All right. Well, I thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. This is Dawn Stone, a.k.a. The Conflict Chick, signing off and asking you to check your emotional bank account daily. Take care of yourself and those you love. Have a good day.